It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook Casino app. Day four of the Daily Pump. Day four. How are you doing, pal? Doing good. Yeah. Pumped. Pumped? I'm really well, pumped? Are you pump, well, pumped? Pra- yeah, because practice starts today. Oh. Like Sirianni talks, Jalen talks, we'll get the locker room. They have a walkthrough. A little bit of an interesting decision, maybe. I don't Maybe practice? Got yeah. Use a little I practice? I don't know. I don't know. It I seems mean, like a lack point, of days ago. Javon Hargrave is is is. seeming to be prophetic with the yeah, uh, so super light practices. I can't remember if we talked about the Hargrave thing, but I guess Slay talked about it on his pod. I didn't. Oh, um, uh, oh shock. Slay talked. Yeah. Great. And You're just I, what we need. I haven't Darius heard Slay the, piping up again. Well, Goddard talked too. We should talk oh, about I, that. No, we talked around the morning show. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but Slay kind of like, I haven't heard the whole thing, so maybe I shouldn't comment on what he said, but it sounded like he basically said my opinion on it, which is, like, I think both work. You know, like, the Eagles have won a lot of games with their style. Like, for Hargrave to say, we work really hard over here and it's more chill over there, like, what have the Niners won? So I, I think that there's just two different approaches to it. And the Niners are better right now, so it's easy to say, you know, this, like, that, how, like the Eagles need to practice harder. Look what the Niners do. But the Eagles have been better than the Niners since Sirianni got to Philadelphia. So I, I don't think there is a right or wrong answer. Have like, they been better? Well, they've been to the Super Bowl, the Niners. Niners were in the Super Bowl. I'm saying years. since Sirianni. Oh, yeah. so, well, over the last three. Well, years. So, I mean, but you could argue that that the would be like if they get to the there this year. I mean, they got to two championship games, right? Were they in the championship game back to back years? I don't think so. Tucker, you know? two years ago, with, with, with did they? I don't I know. Got, the Buccaneers. The Bucks and the, uh, the, the no, no, Chiefs. no, no. That was 2020. 2021 was Rams. Rams, Rams Bengals. Yes, yes. Yeah. So the Niners, didn't they play the Rams in the playoffs that year? So San Francisco 2021, tremendous podcasting right now. That was great. Uh, yes, they lost the conference championship. So, I mean, that, I mean so, they've been to two conference championships in two years, and so you could argue right. that, that that's actually better than the Super Bowl and that one better. playoff. You could argue that's better. Okay. You could. But, like, my point is it's not like one's they're, – they're mostly even. It's mostly Would you say in Sirianni's lifetime as head coach? <laughs> yes, yes. In Sirianni's <laughs> lifetime as a head coach. Well, that is – that is. Yeah. Um, I just think this idea like they need to copy the Niners way and like, no, I, I, I just I disagree know. with that. Yeah. I think the way the Eagles do things work. It just isn't working over the last month. Or no, it's not even true. They're just not playing well over the last month. Well, it's and, not and, working, yeah. And Goddard's quote kind of, I, I believe, backed up my opinion, which is that this is the players and not the coaches. Okay. So let's. So you're talking about a separate Goddard coach. So there's multiple Goddard. Multiple Goddard. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. We're not talking. You're yeah. Talking, I mean, okay. da- like I thought you were talking about the one that is actually people are talking about a lot. Was no. It, the, the, we're talking the, about both. But yeah. I mean, like for, first of all, so we didn't really talk much about Goddard to begin with. The Goddard right comes out after the game on Sunday. Yeah. And we are going to get to to a certain washed up coach. No. The best coach. In fact, the two best coaches maybe of our lifetime. Both so actually marketing twenty four hours before I forget. Because I saw the morning poll. I, I'll bring up Saban. Don't worry. Okay. We'll get there. Just remind me I will my not let you, take oh, on him. Okay. When I bring up Saban, I'm assuming you're you're going to remember that. I hope take so, on yeah. him, Right? Okay. Tucker uh, so Goddard after, the, <laughs> Goddard, after the game comes out and says, ah, you know, we clinched and we probably kind of coasted. Right. 
then gets a chance with Joe and Hugh on, on WIP to kind of clarify his statements. Makes it worse. Well, <laughs> basically says um, in his clarification, basically goes so far as to say that, well, you know, we, we knew we had we that win. gauntlet and we, we assumed we'd beat those teams in the end of the season. Like those are, those are bad teams that we, we would just beat. Right. Like he just look. And, and if there's truth in it, honestly, the funny thing is, first of all, Thanks for being honest, Al. Very kind. Well, yeah. uh, but the 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 thing is, like, the funny thing is, is that as wrong and as ridiculous and as absurd, and I would not let Dallas Goddard near a microphone again during this playoff run. Um, but if I'm the Eagles, but um, it does provide a little hope. Like I look at it and say, like, all right, maybe that that is the reason. Like yeah. maybe that's the reason, and maybe they can kind of turn it on a little bit. So I. I think Goddard's assessment was like correct. If you think about it. like we could say it's not a good attitude for a player to have for sure, but I think he's right. Like they should have beaten those teams and they were better than them. Yeah, but you just don't say that. I agree so. you don't yeah. I agree it's not something you say. Ever. But it's the Ever. same it's then like the age old I don't know if it's age old actually. But it's then the debate of like, do we want these players to be honest or do we want them just to say what's gonna make the least attention? So no, look, I'm I, I... <laughs> Again, I appreciate that he said it was. Yeah, it was a. Du- I mean, like I don't think Bob Lang. You know, no, I'm sure the Eagles, the Eagles PR it department. Sound like Kelsey was super thrilled to hear. Kelsey it. was not. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Like, but I think he's probably correct. But to your point about hope, like we can make fun of the zero and zero thing. Fans can be like whatever. Bottom line is this team's hope of winning is that they take the field on Tampa on Monday and feel like it's a new season. So and and, and they're like, this is what we've been working for. This is what, like the moment we've been. Well, that got it right. That's and what it was I'm like, saying. All right, kind of, it's all about the playoffs for us. Yeah, and, like, and that's the hope that has to be the hope. For and them. I will say, so we did on the morning show. They did talk about reasons for positivity or trying to get some. Yeah. There's, there's not a lot out there. I'll be honest with you, but uh, for people, yeah. I mean, and we talked about the line yesterday. I think the line steadily creeping. You open the Bet Parks app. It's it's minus three now. The Eagles are a three point favorite. I really want to see Bay. if it gets to three. And a half. Yeah, it's it's moving that way. Yeah, but I do think to the point of of you know what we're talking about here that that a this this could provide some hope that that yeah. it's like at least an ex- excuse for why they've been playing so poorly, and it would be human nature. You know, athletes are humans. Ha ha ha. My whole thing, but it's true. Like so, it would be human. I could understand a human yeah. action from these guys. But also this specific team they're playing, Richie kept making the point, and I think it's a good one though. Like when these guys go back and watch this tape, like they beat the crap out of the box in week three in week three. And it's a different team all, but like they're watching that film. Like they're like, look at us. Remember that? Like yeah. we can be that good. And if you're trying to, to something you've said that I do agree with, I just you know, with this defense, it's hard to to believe in it. But I do think this team desperately needs some spark of confidence, yes. and 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 if they can get something, they need a reason to believe it could like, potentially snowball in a positive direction. Um, well, what I thought was interesting is rewatching the Tampa game. Remember, we talked about it yesterday, but like just how fresh they looked and excited. They were running like mostly the same plays. They're running the ball, right? And so they were I, running I, the ball, a lot. right? How about so, that, oh, they, well. Yeah, run they, the they, ball effectively, boys. What's funny is Tampa's one of the best run defenses in the NFL. It, and they were going into the game, and it was like, yeah. oh, can't run on Tampa, and they, and they, they like, ran all over. But it just shows if the if – the, uh, I think the offensive line is probably skating a little bit in terms of in terms of blame. But, like, if they can just dominate with their offensive line, like, they'll win the game. I just – I don't know if they will. That's well, they, yeah, can they pick up the blitz? Yeah. It, you know, and if you want to look at a glass half full, like what Goddard's saying is true approach, you could go, you could very easily go, they beat the Giants, they had that game in hand, and they coasted towards the end and got too close. The Cardinals game, the offense was great, uh, defense and was we're terrible. we're not doing that. Well, no, no, I'm saying this This would be like the, and then the Giants game, they could they say just they didn't won care. it, they just didn't care. Yeah. Like, that would be the, we haven't seen this team in a while. The issue is, they lost to Seattle, they lost to, so... This, and also, and, and also, but the, other, the concept of they didn't clinch the one well, seed. That's, that, that's the problem. Like you yeah. didn't even you had a chance to even get a home playoff. You didn't even game, clinch you know, the division. You know, so I think all those things. Like right. I can understand the Giants game, the last one where you are almost definitely yes. going to be the five seed. You yep. know, Dallas is going to handle business. Like you can go in and saying like, yeah, anything can happen. But let's be real, and we're talking about football. I can understand going in yeah. without the motivation that you need to have to play football in the NFL at a high level. But outside of that game. No excuses for any of the others. I like agree. none of that BS. Like because you had your destiny in your hands, right? And so I, I think Goddard is probably and Kelsey said this. Correct me if you feel like I'm misinterpreting what he said. 
But he kind of was like when team when people are str- when teams struggling, they like look for a reason. That's exactly he said, and and he said, and he disliked that because he thought it took away right. from the real reasons. Well, that and were the, the issue. other thing the he re- said, execution. Yes, the other thing he said that I think is also reason for hope. And I, I look, I certainly do this. Like I'm Mister Roller Coaster. But like what what Kelsey said is so true that the difference between going like one and four and four and one. Is like well, we saw it five or six plays. This, each game, this team you know? is, so, is was a uh, right. We thought they were gonna lose games. They went. We could, so why we want to talk like Sirianni lost the locker room. The players quit on him. Like Jalen's not a good leader. Like all those things. What it really probably is, and I think this is what Kelsey was trying to say, is like if they just clean it up a little bit, like all that will correct itself. So I think the the hope in what Goddard said is like maybe this team hasn't been super focused as they should be. Maybe this team has been just waiting for the playoffs. And if that's the case, like, we'll find out on Monday. I do think, and this is why the, the beginning of the game is so important. Like, if they can come out and play well, man, I really think they have a chance to roll. Because you're, or I guess Richie's point via you, like, they've beat this team before. So if they can go out, come out and score on their first drive and then get, like, a three and out, I think this team will be on the sideline, like, here we go. Like, forget all that. Like, we're back in the playoffs. We're the Eagles. I mean, uh, Jordan last talked about it, playing Eagles football. I think that would be, would be super important. So, yeah, I mean, that got her quote not good. Yeah. The other one, I think, is like the quote of the year. Like, in so you're talking about the Hurts quote, yeah. where he just kind of moves right off the coaching into Hurts. Yeah, he he basically. And so it's hard. This so, is so one it, of those quotes that it's hard to to like if you can't hear the quote, it's hard to kind of parse it. Well, out. I, I'll I'll say what I think the quote is, but we also put the. You know interview what I'm saying because it's like yeah yeah go back because yeah. like it's hard to. Like, it's all about the way he pivots and the way he says it. Like, you need to actually hear it. Do you have the quote, like the actual quote? Because I do think I the actual do have wording, the actual, uh, I think the wording is important in terms okay. of if we're going to dissect yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. I could actually, Tucker, you tell me if there's a bad idea. I could I could hold it up to the microphone and play uh, the video. Uh, Probably. That could work. You think that's a good idea? Okay. All right, so here's Tucker the, could do a little work and actually just insert. Here's the, the Jillio question. No, I don't want to do any work. Yeah, have Tucker do some work. All right, here we go. Well, well, it wouldn't work for the live audience. Not for the live, that's true. But yeah, then he you can, can replace. But it. later, yeah. when I start doing it. Okay, so here comes Goddard. Jillio's asking a question. Jillio cooking. This is bad podcasting. Well, oh, it'll only be like a minute. That uh, better not be a minute. Be better be like five seconds. Hold on, hold is on. it like there? Yeah, it's right here. It's right here. Yeah, there's um. We spend we spend time on it each and every week, and um, you know, there's early in the game we weren't able to get to the checks that um, probably would have worked better. But um, it's something just being able to see them um, as a quarterback and then have good answers as the coach. Um, you know, and I thought we had some good answers. We didn't get to them at the right times uh, last week, and uh, we had good blitz zeros, and they showed the all up blitz look and dropped out of it last week. So. Um, it's something that the defense can do to, you know, you know, mess with you, show the blitz and not blitz and really not show the blitz or kind of show the show the formation that they dropped out into coverage last time and bring it. So um, we were kind of unsure when they were going to do it. We knew they were going to do it a lot. Um, but it's one thing we got to go in and we have to get a good plan for the blitz because um, over the last five weeks, it seems like, uh, when they bring pressure, we haven't been able to have an answer to get them to not do it. Um, you know, when they bring pressure, if we hit one big explosive play, it's hard for them to uh, continually to do it. Um, so that's something that we need to focus on. We need to have a good answer and be able to make an explosive play so, uh, you know, the Bucks get scared to continue to bring the zero blitz. So what he's saying, in my opinion, is the, is- like, the issue against New York, at least, was like Jalen didn't get them into the right looks. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I thought I felt I saw when I was looking at it. Like, I just, and we've we've agreed on this. There's no way the coaches don't have a plan against the blitz. Yeah. So I think what he's saying, and I don't think he's throwing Jalen under the bus or anything. I think he's just being honest. Like, the coaches are giving us the answers versus the blitz. Jalen. But that doesn't mean they're the right answers. And this is something that Richie keeps bringing up is the idea of, like, that, yes, they have something in there, but it is not the best way to deal with I the just, blitz. Like, that is not the, the way that every team I've ever been on, Rich will say. And then Ross Tucker said the exact same thing where right. they're like, I've never seen blitz pick up like this. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's there. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it philosophically as someone who played offensive line mm-hmm. and Ross Tucker and someone who played fullback. Like, they're like, I don't understand what they're doing. So, like, yes, maybe Dallas Goddard's like, this is supposed to work because the coach has told us it's going to work. But like maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Wait, I just think that I think that I'm like I don't think that that quote 
tells us the full story. Well, what he's saying is, like, the quarterback's not getting us in the right looks. That's what he's saying. And and I also think this backs up with AJ, the whole AJ Brown, like, we have to listen to the coaches thing. Like, Goddard's telling but you. But that's on Kelsey, too. You're saying Kelsey? It's, yeah, it's on Kelsey, too. Like, I mean, why is Kel- Kelsey knows what the right looks are? It's on the offensive are. line. Well, maybe, maybe that... Jalen's not listening to Kelsey. But, like, what's clear is Goddard is saying this is, Goddard in that quote is saying this is a player issue. Like, Kelsey has said to you, this is an execution issue, right? And this is reason for hope. Like, the, yeah, they're taking accountability, and I appreciate that. No, but, but I, they're, I think they're yes, telling they the are. Truth. They're saying it's yeah, on they us. They are taking accountability. Yeah, they're yeah. taking accountability. But, but I also think they're, they're telling the truth. Like, that these coaches are giving, like, the coaches are putting, or are giving them the answer. Okay, but then, then but, but the, 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 then coach it better. Right, then I coach agree with it, that. Like, so I agree again, with I think that. it, like, again, yeah. I think that it's, it's not absolving the coaches. No, it's like, not. And but, again, on top of that, like, even if the coaches are giving them answers, like they might not be the right answers. They but might I, be a bad way to pick up the blitz. I guess what I'm saying is there's there's like two different ways, or there's a lot of ways, but there's two main ways to judge this coaching staff. Sloppy football, teams not prepared, not playing hard, not give like not coaching them correctly, like right. And then there's the offensive schemes broken. I just when this is one like I'm not like absolving the coaches. I just fall far more into the I know left you side do, but again, like and again into the we're first not X no experts. The amount of people who played football, right? Who played football? Who said this is a simple scheme? There's nothing interesting going on here. Right. Like, how do you respond to that? Because again, well, I'm not an expert in that. Dan Orlovsky, Richie, this, right. that, whoever it is, they all look at it and say, "Yikes, same place, so predictable." Uh, it's obvious what but, they're going to do. But like, no, I know. Right, no, but I like, know. Yeah. I, like I'm just saying that. Like, I get it. The players are taking accountability. I appreciate that. That doesn't mean that that's exactly what's happening. No, no, no. But what I think what it does mean is like when we talk about why are they so bad against the blitz, like Goddard just told us. He just told us. He so, told, but again, the the answers that Syria and them giving them might not be the right answers. Everyone who watches this team says those are the wrong answers. You're saying it's all well, 100% on no, 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 no. I don't think it's 100% on anybody. Like, just like it's not 100% on the coaches, it's not 100% on the players. I just think when I look at why this team has struggled against the blitz, I think the majority of the blame goes to the players. I think when it goes this long, then that's on the coaches. Like, that, well, that's a change what you do too. then. Yeah. Then call your offense differently. Like, again, I think that, like, at a certain point, if the players are not able to execute something that you tell them to do, then right. you got to change that, right? And well, we're talking about re- all season long. It also requires the players to listen. But at a certain point, then you just keep a extra guy back then. Sorry, like, Kenny Gamble has to not go out in the flat. He's staying right. there no matter what to block. Like, I mean, the point is there are there are things called max protect. There right. are like there are things that you could do as a coach to say, all right, if you're not going to do what we're gonna what we need you to do here, then we're gonna we're gonna well, solve it for you. I think and they're the not tough, doing anything. But of I think that. the tough part of that run the freaking football a lot. Right, right. I think the tough part of that is you can't like have Kelsey and Jalen go to the like come out of the huddle and just be like, this is what we're running no matter what. Because what if you're seeing a look? They see a look then that's not advantageous to that or like. I just don't want to get. But to again, a, if they're not recognizing, then you can't allow them. I know, to, but that, but that's tough too because you can't call a play and then just not audible. I just, no I don't, I, I don't. You can't take audible like, even, out of it. Like Jason didn't say it's on us rec- not recognizing things. Like Jason, no, I, said Jason that. didn't. And I, I think that Jason, this feels like another example of the type of stuff that Jason was annoyed about, where he's like, "Listen, you're, you're, you're grasping at something that's not there." Like I don't know. I, I don't think that now, if someone's annoyed about the quote, it's probably like you're throwing your like. It's, it can come across as throwing the quarterback under the bus. I don't think that's what he was trying to. I think he's Jason being, Kelsey under the bus or whoever. I mean, I think he said I mean, both. Right. But that's the point. Jason Kelsey is the one pointing out the mic. The mic change isn't that? That's well, Jalen's right. Jalen's the one checking the play. But yes, you're right. Kelsey's calling out protections. Jalen's yes. the one that that changes the play. So he's talking about checking into the right looks. But yes, I like. I think Goddard was not trying to throw Jalen under the bus, and I don't think that's what he did. But I think he like. He did give the indication that the problem against the Blitz, against the Giants at least, was like the quarterback's not getting him in the right looks. So I just thought it was a very interesting quote. I think it's interesting. Again, I just don't take it as as verbatim as you do, NS. Right. And also, like, I don't think Dallas Goddard is good enough with his words, really, to be able to like to parse out. You know what I'm saying? Though I'm being dead serious. No, I like, know. You know, yeah, I I don't. I think like I think I don't think there's any nuance when Dallas Goddard's talking. Well, but that's in some way like in. I get your point that there's no nuance, but I think I think Goddard is saying what he believes for sure, right? Like, authentically, straight through, no like it might be no, yeah. no like you know filler. I, I just again, I don't I don't necessarily think that that is exact. Like first and foremost, he's implying something there. He's not saying it outright. You know what I mean? Like he's implying that that he doesn't right. say Jalen didn't get us in the right looks. He said we have a plan. 
we're not getting the right look. Right, we're not checking into the right. Rooms, right, right. So, like the coaches are giving us the answers, and we're not getting it. Yeah, I again, I don't think it's like the like, and again, the coaches have not had answers all season long. Like, it's not. This is not something that's happened all season long. Again, I just, I get what you're trying to say. I think we're taking a quote from Dallas Goddard and to to Jason Kelsey's point and trying to explain something that is a lot more complicated, well, or a lot more involved than just what Dallas. Yeah. Is well, I think that's the case with with all topics. Like. We talk about the offense being simple. Like maybe it's because the offensive coach, the offensive staff can't can't come up with something more complicated, or maybe it's they don't think the players or the players can't execute something more. Like there, there is a bit of everything going on here. And to your point, like ultimately the person that'll take the fall if this doesn't work out is Sirianni. Like because he's the one that through eighteen weeks, if the team's still playing sloppy, that falls on him. I just I thought that quote was interesting in terms because I think the criticism of the blitz has been they're not giving Jalen the answers. That's been the overarching criticism. Well, they and might I, not be giving him the right answers. Well, but you no, know, but I'm saying like and again, then if he's checking around, then they're not giving him the answers. Then they need to say Jalen, you need to check to this. Jalen, you need to do right. this. And this, if this has been happening, I'll see that you get my point. Like I don't think it's that simple. Like the coaches should have fixed this. If that's Jay, if Jalen's been doing this all season long, why is it why is it still happening? It doesn't matter who's if they're like again. If it's Jalen, then why are you not coaching it up? Why are you not changing? You think that they're saying Jalen don't do this, and he's just like, ah, I, screw you guys. I'm I don't do know what what's happening with that. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Like, I I don't know what's happening in terms of why they're getting in the in the wrong looks. I just thought that like you're right that it's on the coaches to fix a problem for sure, but it's also on Jalen as the two hundred fifty million dollar franchise no doubt. quarterback he has to, be to like better. get them into the right looks against the blitz. Yeah, again, I just I find it hard to believe that he has gotten them into the wrong books against the blitz all season long, and that nothing has been corrected. Like that seems well. Insane that's if, I mean that that's on the coaches end too. Like yeah. it's, it's on it's on both of them. But I I, I just don't believe yeah. that that's been the issue all season long. That Jalen. I mean, again, I don't know. They, I don't know. So I mean, if that's the case, then Jalen should be gone. Then we should be done with Jalen. Should well, not be the quarterback that, for an entire season. He can't figure well, out what the, he has. Just a, I mean, what are we work, talking about? He has to work on. But that's the point. You know, yeah, he's yeah. working at it. Like, no, I think I think they're all. That's working my point. On I it. think it's crazy to think that all season long it's just been like Jalen caught the wrong protections all season. Like that seems crazy. No, I don't think the blitz has not worked all right. season. I don't think a hundred percent of the time it's Jalen getting them in the wrong looks. I don't believe that. But I do think it's happening more than than it's being discussed. Is the point it's possible? Think, yeah. Well, yeah. Goddard's yeah, Goddard's saying it. So like, I I just I like the player coach thing. We've done a ton. I, I think it's not 100% one way or the other. Well, it's I, very clearly. Not. Right, but I just think the stat, like the a lot of the fans are like, Sirianni's got to get out of here. He can't, like, oh, I, I, I don't think I think so, Sirianni's, you, you don't think a lot of the fans want Sirianni? No, fired. no, we're on the same page yeah. with not wanting Sirianni. Right, no, you're not. I'm saying, like, I think the fan reaction, for the most part, has been, Sirianni can't do this, like, he doesn't have the answers, like, blah, blah, blah. I think Sirianni covers for the players a lot. Now, it's on Sirianni to make sure the players are playing better, and he says that, and he's right about that, but it... Like it would just be unfair and unfortunate if Nick loses his job because like of player mistakes. I know that's I told- on him, but like that would that would suck for Nick. Look, I don't want Nick gone either, so yeah. I'm with you. And it, I definitely agree. I think it's you know I think it's on both. I think it's the players and the coaches, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of blame to go around. All right, let's get to the Belichick thing in one minute. Sorry, gave me a little heads up. All right, so here we my go. Fall. I thought no. you were ready. I no, I know. I, I wasn't holding my phone. I was expecting Elliot just to be ready to roll, like you know so, he said he would be. And yeah, then- winter is here. <laughs> Although it's a little warmer today. Uh yeah, but it but it's been cold. Well, and actually, hold on. Rainstorm. There there we go. Yeah, That's what I, I was gonna know go. the hell you're so, doing here. Winter is here, and if you had enough of the cold drafts blowing through your old windows, bundling up in layers of clothes and blankets, and hearing the heat turn on for the fifth time this hour, then it's time to talk to the pros at Window Nation. Because mm-hmm. with this windows with with the big rainstorm, it must have sucked to have bad windows. Oh, I can only Because like so we have a basement that's livable. It's like the treadmill's down there, the TV, like blah blah blah. And there's a window for some reason, like underground. So I can look out. It's into like a well sort sort of thing. And I would like two or three times I went down to make sure the rain wasn't getting in. And it wasn't because I have good windows. So it's just like another example. The front door, it was really windy. Didn't you didn't hear the wind coming through because we have good like doors, which doesn't help you hear. But good windows, like all those things. So bottom line is weather impacts your windows. You think about it as just looking out the window, but it really does help protect your home. Uh, and replacing those old windows with quality, quality, energy-efficient ones from Window Nation is easier and more affordable than you think. Right now, through the end of the month, replace the windows in your home and pay no interest for five years. That's a great deal. And on top of that, Window Nation is also giving you 50% off all window styles. Our professional installation means your windows will fit right so you don't have to worry about leaky, dirty windows and those cold drafts letting out your heat anymore, especially when it's really windy outside. Don't wait. With zero interest for five years... 
Uh, why not give Window Nation a look? Let us show you all the options to fit your needs and budget. It's easy. It's easy. Simply call 866-90-NATION. That's 866-90-NATION. Or visit windownation.com to get started. Tell them Go Birds sent you. And tell them Go Birds. There you go. And and you save all that money with your windows. Bang, you're saving money on air conditioning, on all this stuff. That just means more money to go to the Bet Park Sportsman Casino app and start winning some money of your own. You've been on all the action. Obviously, what a weekend coming up. Tomorrow we'll have our picks for all the games. There's no better weekend than to bet on seven playoff games. I can't wait. There's going to be so much action. Seven, six. Six playoff games. Yeah. Still amazing. You can yeah. bet on every single one of them. You can bet on individual player performances. Who's going to get yards, touchdowns, passing yards, Is all six? that good stuff. It's, it's six. Yeah, it's it's two on Saturday, three on Sunday. Oh, one it's on three Monday. on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so six games. And you bet on all of them. Plus, you can bet on basketball action, hockey action, so much fun stuff. But come on, this weekend it's all about betting on the playoffs. And again, uh, we're gonna watch all these games anyway. Like Cleveland and Houston, I'm gonna watch it. May as well have some action on it. It's way more fun that yeah. way. It's just way more. Kansas invested. City, Miami. Yes, in the freezing also, cold. A lot of the complaining about the streaming thing. Like, let's get to that in a sec, because you know, let's finish this out here. But I, I have, a, I have a thought on that as well. Um, just download the app. And there's so much action, so much fun to be had. And here's a great deal for you, new users. If you sign up now, uh, make your first bet. If it's a $10 winner, you got $125 in sportsbook bonus back. It's a great deal. It must be 21 in President, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, Maryland. Gambling problem call when Andrew Gambler. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. Elliot, so a lot of people complaining. Yeah, I like about the Chiefs and Dolphins on Peacock. I get it. Get over it. Like who doesn't? We're at that point in life now where it's you know what the Thursday night games are on Amazon Prime every week now. Right. It's just on online. Like you know, like we are past that point. Like enough already. Like enough. Enough. Like I agree. Deal with it. Yeah, I think like ultimately is where this is going. It is a little lame. It's the only like it's only on there for a playoff game, but. It is what it is. Yeah, sign up for a free trial and then and then get rid of it. The only thing right. is, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like, I again, I just it's just I'm tired of hearing about it. I agree. You know, I'm tired. Yeah. Of hearing about a lot it. of complaining about it. Nonstop, nonstop complaining. Like it's the it. worst thing that's ever. Get ready. More. There's going to be a Super Bowl on one of these at some point. Yeah, like it's all heading next, that like, way. Five years. I mean, uh, like like this Black Friday game ain't going anywhere. It's going to be on Amazon yep. Prime. Like all this, like it's just the way the way the world's going. Like NFL Network, like it, it, that has the three games on, on, that had the games on Thanksgiving or whatever. I'd be curious to know like, what percentage of people don't have like, I guess Peacock, maybe a little less, but like everyone has Netflix. Like I guess almost yeah, everyone has like, Prime, yeah. that kind of stuff. You got, you got it all. Like come on. All right. Uh, I'm with you on that. All right, let's get to the Belichick thing. Um, the greatest coach yeah. in the history of the NFL. Uh, yeah, now Reza, a I, free agent. I, I think Andy Reid's the best head coach of all. Time. I know, but like take, resume but wise, yes, Bill Belichick Williams. has it. So uh, I mean, and really crazy, like the two greatest. I think the two greatest football coaches of our right, so lifetime. Here, here's my statement. Here's my statement. Saban and Belichick both within 24 hours leave. 24 years for, for Belichick in New England, 17 for for yeah. Saban in Alabama. Great stat. Alabama. Saban had more. 40. He had 44 first round picks in his time in Alabama, and only 29 losses. I mean, come on. That is pretty crazy. That's a great stuff. So my Saban take is he's the best college head coach of all time. I don't think you can compare him to pro coaches. Yeah, it's just I a different game. I agree. Like, it's a good take. Like, do it I in the it. pros if you want to be the best Well, I actually think he would have been good in the pros. I think he was good in Miami until he left. Like, I thought yeah, he, he might have. The Drew Brees thing, if he, you know, he didn't end up getting Brees and he left and whatever. Yeah. But I think if he had gotten Brees, I think it would have been a great. And I, I don't, know. like, I don't blame him for staying at Alabama. His life was probably awesome. Like, made a ton of money. Like, college football is a major deal, right? I just don't think you can compare Belichick and him. I would say Belichick is better, personally. Belichick has accomplished more than Saban. 
I, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. But so I, the Bel- I think, you know, there's an argument. I think a lot of people would say Saban is better. So to the Belichick thing. Now look, maybe they won't fire Nick. Like it's probably the favorite at this point that he is the coach next year. But in a world where Nick is gone, I have zero point zero percent interest in Belichick. A seventy-one-year-old defensive mind. Like I am, I could not be more out. And if they do fire Nick, we'll have this discussion. Like. I think I'm pretty pretty strong in the camp of hire an offensive guy that's going to call plays. Wow, what a shocker! Well, I'm what saying I switched Elliot's a little. Again. I switched a little from like I know this. But I think thing, it's ended up being a. a I negative. know, but again, I look. I I am not getting rid of Nick, as we said. But right. if they do decide to fire him, I would take Belichick in a millisecond. Oh, I wouldn't God. even think. Twi- I would. I would get that on my hands and knees and say thank you, Bill. I would, for coming. Yeah. He's the greatest coach ever, and he still coaches well. It's just the, the personnel stuff is an issue. Put him with Howie. With him Dynasty. and Howie would be such a disaster. Dynasty. Him and Howie would be Dynasty. such a disaster. In the next decade, it's more titles. And then Belichick will have like 10, and no. Brady will only have seven. It'll be Be- hilarious. I don't think Belichick will will ever win a Super Bowl here. Uh, and I mean, look, I, I think he would if he came I, here. Like, what you've seen in New England since Brady left is he's so great. dependent on the offensive thing. Belichick is such a great coach. He's, he's a great a, defensive coordinator. He is coordinator. the greatest football mind of our lifetime. He's a great defensive mind. I agree with that. Yeah. But I, like, he's, I would take him in a second. It, Matt, does it not matter to you at all that without Brady he's been terrible? No. Wow. He's had a bad man. roster. He had a bad quarterback. He, that's like, on, well, Mac Jones was good the first year until he ruined him. And they he went made to the Matt, Well, he made, yeah. right. Mac Jones had a great rookie year. And then he made Matt Patricia basically yeah. offensive I coordinator. Think the, the, he brought the, in the, no judge. The coaching like, decisions he's made concern me. That it felt like he kind of got a little too comfortable and put his kids on the staff and all that stuff. What do you think he's going to do here if he comes? Well, I think he, I think he's going to change where he goes somewhere else. I do, don't you? I mean, no. I think it's a fresh. I don't new think seventy-one year old guys. Yeah, that I think won it's six a fresh new start. Change. I think it's a fresh new start for Belichick. I, I look. I don't think he's coming here. I think he's probably going to go to Los Angeles. But regardless, I, I would. I would take him in a millisecond. Man, him going to the Chargers. He would be my top choice of yeah. anyone available. I, I would take him over Ben Johnson. I would take him over like I would hire Brian Johnson. I've said uh, it's like just asinine. It's not it's like an asinine thing like, to you, say. You're seeing you're embarrassed. Like, you should be embarrassed. You're seeing like you should be embarrassed best, that you like, said that. The the best coaches that have been hired are the embarrassed. ones. <laughs> it is what it is. Like we thought and look, Sirianni, I think is still a great coach, like all those things. There's no question if you think the coaching's a problem that him not calling the plays is an issue, right? Like it just is. But you bet Belichick brings Dan Campbell's awesome. with him. Let's see what he Josh does. Josh McDaniel's a horrible head coach, a great uh, yeah. offensive coordinator, I an elite, elite offensive coordinator, no, no horrible head coach. Like, I have no interest in him as head coach, but as an offensive coordinator, I'd take him. I He's just one of the best all ever. All these bad vibe guys we're bringing in here, like Patricia, bad vibe guy, McDaniel, uh, bad vibe guy. To the point, maybe it's gotten a little too lax here, and we need a little, a little, uh, a little toughness. Belichick is not a bad vibe guy. He's won six freaking Super Bowls. Right. Josh McDaniel's has like four Super Bowls, as often three Super Bowls as offensive coordinator, like. I understand your point, but it is proven that you can win Super Bowls with these guys. Like, factual. No, 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 no. It's, it's proven you can win a Super Bowl with them if you have Tom Brady. But we've been hurts. Like, again, like, I, we have a great quarterback right. who, who works his ass off and all that. Like, why can't right, well, Belichick come I, here and put those two together? I'm saying Belichick with well, – you have to look at what the coach he's been without Brady. Like I think that that's absolutely. Again, I think he had a really bad roster. And he, I, he's that his that's his. I goal. agree. I would yeah. I would never hire Bill Belichick as a personnel guy. You, you I would hire him to be with the best personnel guy in the NFL, though. That sounds so, like a hell of a match. So, the so best you, coach and the best personnel guy. Wow. No, well, look at where I'm at. So you think that's called winning? So that's you, how winning is done. So you think that how? Well, winners. Okay. So you think Howie and Bill are going to be in the draft room, and Howie's like, "I'm drafting this guy." I think Howie defense. would be in charge. Yeah, Bill's I, already I, talked about. It. There's already been the reports that Bill's willing to give up personnel power where he goes. All that, like Rappaport put that out. Like, I, yeah, let's I, go. I think it would be Again, I'm not. I'm not firing Nick. But if I did, if they did, I w- Belichick would be my top choice on the market. My number one. I think it would be with a bullet. It. It. it first of all, I don't think they'll hire. I don't, but I, I don't think he, I don't think so. He, I think he's going to Los Angeles. I think he's going to go. And if to I'm Herbert, all the sense if I'm Herbert and Belichick gets there, I would demand a trade. Oh, like I, I think they, like we're just ignoring. He ruined Mac Jones' career. He, he also he, drafted Tom Brady and developed yeah, him yeah. and turned Tom right. Brady but into that great, was like 20 years six, ago. But he still did it. Like yeah, and he's again, 71. He years won old. a Super Bowl like five years with ago. With Tom dude. Brady, sure, with but he Tom still Brady. won a right. Super Bowl five years ago. And actually, of all the Super Bowls, the most recent one he won was the most Belichick. Super Bowl. Agree with like that. Tom Brady did agree. nothing in that game. I with that and got that game, I agree. That's the Super Bowl. Right. It's a pretty big game. Yeah, it was. It was five years ago. I agree. It was he, five years he deserves ago, more yeah. credit for that one. 
But without Brady, he's been a disaster, and that matters to me. I, I, I know it does. Again, yeah. I, but again, he's it's it's not just without Brady. You have to say what quarterbacks has he been with? He's been with Mac Jones. He's been with blah blah. Jalen Hurts will be easily the best quarterback he's been with without Brady by miles. So, well, Mac Jones' rookie year was good. For he was, what it's he worth. was good. He was, but he, I mean, he was still a rookie. And then he, he wasn't ru- amazing. But then Belichick ruined him. Yeah. Like he ruined him. I, he put I, bad coaches around him. He put bad I think players. He, around him. Belichick did not help him. He, the no, more he, I've seen about Mac Jones, I think Mac Jones played a big role in him uh, struggling I, I as don't, well. I don't think any quarterback could succeed in in that system with those players and that coaching staff. You think Matt Patricia is a bad defensive coach? Again, he had him again, on the offensive Bill side Bill won't of the be ball. picking the players here. He's coming I, into a situation over, that already has an offense. All we need is a defense. We've already got a high-caliber offense. You think the offensive system is boring? This offensive yes. system, I think so, Josh McDaniel's offensive system so, is awesome. I actually think it's the perfect system. Teach Jalen to take what's given to him and and go short and be willing to check down and do all that stuff. What if Josh McDaniels doesn't want to come? He's going to go where Bill goes. Are you kidding me? Why wouldn't he go where Bill goes? I don't know. I'm why, saying why like, wouldn't he? Look, Josh McDaniels is never getting another head coaching job. I think I we can both that. agree on that. Like a 0% chance he's head coach again. So what else is he going to do? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to be a Billy. I'm just saying. Fine. Then I, bring Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien's uh, an outstanding offensive coordinator. You're just, you're naming all these people that. Hey, you don't like, like, but yeah, I like. I think I know. Bill O'Brien's a great offensive coordinator. He's uh, not a great head coach, but he's a damn good offensive coordinator. It's just, okay. I, I just feel like. Look, it's Th- not going to happen. This has disaster. It's not going to happen. Right. So it's it's a I would hire Ben Johnson before him. I would hire Frank Smith before him. I mean, Frank Smith. Yeah, the Dolphins offensive coordinator. Everybody's like so in love with their offense. But he's not the call the plays. McDaniel's is. But but like he's so why there are we with doing you. that? Well, he call plays well, there here. with he call plays here. I'm sure he would. I guess. Yes, like but as an offensive coordinator, if, if maybe they hire a new. Head do not coach, need Frank Smith. I would I would take Frank Smith in a second. I like, know you. Would. If they're going to hire a new coach, it has to be someone on the offensive yeah, side of the ball. Strong disagree. Go get Belichick. Like, it has to be. Belichick. You can hire a good Belichick. defensive coordinator. Belichick. It's not going to happen. It seems. But, can you hire a good defensive coordinator? They haven't done a good job of that. Well, they. I think Desai was doing a decent job until they got rid of him. Belichick. And bring, Patricia, for what it's worth, Patricia's been a disaster. Bring me Belichick. Okay. If it, uh, bring me Nick. But if not, all right. Okay. Um, that was fun. You got anything else? Uh, there's some Tampa stuff, but we can save it for Let, tomorrow. Yeah, and we got Monday too. Is yeah. there anything else in general? I felt like there was one other thing I wanted to get into. I don't think so. No. Yeah. I will. I, I will do. say it's funny because I do. I do. I do feel more positive today. We talked about it again. I had a bunch of reasons, like the the line moving to three. I feel pretty makes me help feel good. The them watching that tape makes me feel good. They're healthiest they've been all season in a weird way, you know, since so the start I'm, I'm going to pick them to win, but if I'm, if like. I'm going to pick them to lose, but I'm just saying I'm starting to feel less. I negative. can't think of reasons they'll win that are on the field. I just gave you them. No, no, I'm like, but those are like the line move. They feel good about themselves. <laughs> like, I'm saying like, I think. Well, what, on the field, they, I mean, Mr. Quarterback's more talented. How about that? Sure. Like, that's like your go-to thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, the, we, we could save this, but the. Does a preview. Tampa creates a lot of big plays on offense. Eagles defense is bad at stopping them. Once Tampa has guy, a, I try and send some positive. Mister, they're going to win all week. I'm going like, to pick yeah, them, well, but like, so but that's like you're like forced to pick them. Like, I'm not picking them. I'm going to pick Tampa. Yeah. But like, why am I the one who sounds more positive than you? It's well, like, I'm going to pick yesterday, them. Like, it almost feels like I'm going to pick them because I have to, but I don't right. have to believe it. I, I just, just, it sounds like. I know yesterday when I sat down to write down the reasons I think they'll win, I, it was really hard for me to think of some. That's great. I'm just saying. Well, that's good. Yeah. And then why should we believe you that they're going to win? I, Maybe you shouldn't. I, I don't know. Like, this really took a turn here, Tucker. <laughs> I because I also think like, who do you think is more likely to get pressure on the quarterback? The, the box. Bu- okay, so that's a problem. The Buccaneers. Ne- you don't almost have to convince never- me. Yeah, you're the one who's supposed to be convincing. No, me. I know, but opposite. I'm saying I feel worse about it. So why after- are you gonna pick the Eagles? Because I just my gut, my gut is almost never wrong, and I think that <laughs> I my gut is that they're gonna win. But I think I'm convincing myself they're gonna lose. Like uh, the the Buccaneers never lose a turnover battle. Battle. The Eagles are very good at losing the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. The Buccaneers stop teams in the red zone. The Eagles struggle to score in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the Buccaneers are good at stopping the run. And the Eagles ran all over them before. the The one bright side I do think is the te- teams beat the Eagles when they run the ball well. The Buccaneers are bad at running the ball. That's true. So that's like the the one definite. All right, I'll take it. Tug, anything interesting from the chat that we need to respond to? Uh, a lot of Nick Sirianni talk. People wondering if maybe just his emotional style of leadership might have run its course. That's if that's possible. possible. I, I respect I do think... this chat just talking about something we're not talking well, that's, yeah, about. Like, I don't care so about you guys. It's like a whole other world. I do happening. think that is it. I mean, like, look, I do think, you know, there we've seen rah-rah coaches. If you kind of look like if people... You know, it's clearly Nick's style is kind of a, you know, get them fired up. Yeah. You know, that, that can wear thin, I think, you know, but I, I don't think it's happened. But curious to see if that happens with Dan Campbell. Certainly hasn't yet. Yeah. 
Man, God, I wish we had signed Dan Campbell. Huh? Someone well, else Nick's brought a up better uh, coach than Dan Campbell. <laughs> you sure about that? He's accomplished way more. But I don't know. Like in terms of like, yes, he got to the Super Bowl last year. But Dan Campbell, in terms of of, I mean, like how Dan he, Campbell hasn't won a single playoff game. But Dan, I think what Dan Campbell, I think Dan Campbell has won more with Dan less Campbell's from a awesome talent perspective. Well, I think Dan, good, yeah. he do, but I think Dan Campbell has won more with less than Nick has. Dan Campbell has the worst roster. He hasn't won really anything. I mean, he's he, twelve he, and five with Jared right this Goff, year, but he's been there three years. Nick took a bad Eagles team to the playoffs his first year. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, Campbell almost made the playoffs last year, should have. If they had made the playoffs, they, they would have been a scary team. For Maybe, yeah. Like, who would you choose? Who would you take? I would, you would, you would take I would Nick take So I would definitely take Dan Campbell. I think people year. are, and I don't think you're doing this. No, I'm, you're I doing it keep currently. I, well, I'm not doing it. I just, I've, I was the first Dan Campbell fan, all right? Well, I like, know. I just love Dan Campbell. I would take right. Dan Campbell over, like, 95% of the coaches right. in the NFL, 98% of the coaches. Like, Dan Campbell's like a top five coach. If you me. get Ben Johnson with. Well, yeah, that'd be an important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. and we'll see next year when he loses. Yeah, we, we don't know how great Ben Johnson is. All right, let's not get overboard well, with Ben Johnson. All right. Yeah, we'll see. Hot young offensive play guard. It doesn't work out a lot of times. All right, we just saw well, like what, what happened to Adam Gase. Remember Adam Gase, offensive yeah, genius, he was Adam Gase. Yeah. Hey, look, Mike McDaniel, like you talked about, had the the biggest a bigger collapse than the Eagles did, and no one's talking about him like offensive genius Mike McDaniel. It's all interesting how we call it a collapse when they haven't really. They're still playing. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah. This, 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 like the Eagles have a game that uh, this is a quote unquote playoff week, and we've talked more about firing the coach right. than about the playoff game. So you know, fun times, fun times. All right, final thoughts. So, do you think dogs laugh? What an interesting question. Because like we definitely know dogs are sad and happy. Like you can, we tell. believe we know. Well, I'm yes. saying you can tell, yes. like right, yes. and like I know when my dog is tired. I can tell when he's hungry. Like I, your dog like feels like you can tell the emotion of like. Do you think dogs think things are funny? Probably not. I don't know. I have no because idea. Because we they feel so many other emotions, right? Like I think they feel missing. Would you agree with that? Like dogs sure. miss things. I think dogs <laughs> I are missing it. Yeah. I think they're like curious. Emotion. I think they're <laughs> curious. Like I think they walk like my dog walks around the house and looks for like a toy. Like they feel so many emotions. But do you think that they laugh? <laughs> You're such, sometimes I wonder how this thought gets into your head. Like how you sitting there like laugh kingsley like you think he you think dogs thinks thing thinks that certain things are funny i don't know probably not but they feel almost every other human emotion they feel love they they don't hate no 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 no. hold on first of all we don't know what dogs feel we're we're projecting we're anthropomorphizing dogs it's accepted i would say that dogs feel emotions like it's socially i mean it's anthropomorphizing it's literally the definition anthropomorph you know like that that is when we put human emotions onto non-human creatures Right. The idea of like, oh, look at him. He looks sad. It's like, right. how the hell do you know? He's a dog. Right. Like you don't, right. you don't, act, he's not a human. Like, I think, so you I can don't, tell, think, I think but... in all cases, this is the classic case of anthropomorphism. Right. Like, whereas it's like, we are, we don't know. Like, dogs might not feel any of that stuff. Like, you can, you, you can see a dog is happy or sad, maybe. Like, I don't know even sad. Like, I agree, you project. Energetic or not energetic is probably a more way to, like, a, it's probably more like, we don't know. You know, right. it could be more instinctual than, than feeling. I don't know. I would guess dogs have feelings of some sort and feel, but I don't think it's like we can describe it as human emotions. That's the problem. Um. So obviously we're projecting because dogs can't talk. But I do think like, I mean, you you have a dog. Like you've had dogs, I would guess, yeah. the majority of your life. Mm-hmm. Like you can, de- and Tucker, I know Ducker, Tucker's dog is in Ducker. the, uh, yeah, Tucker. Tucker's dog is at daycare for the first time. Like, Oh, big I, day for ZD. Big day for ZD. Big ZD for the Bagley household. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think you can tell when the dogs first time feel ever, things. Huh? Wow. And I've just never been in a time where like, oh, Kingsley thinks that's funny. But like, if, if I think Kingsley's happy, sad, like hungry, <laughs> missing, right. looking, like, why not? Why not funny? Tucker, your thoughts. I, don't, I, don't... I Googled it because okay. when he said it, I first thought about it. Yeah. First two results on Google are, there are a lot of debates among animal behaviorists, but no, dogs can't laugh. That, that was the first answer. The second one is dogs do laugh. However, it's not the same way humans do. So, what does a dog laughing look like? I don't know. Is it like and again, like that's panting? The point, like, I don't think it's it don't, no. I I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't think it's I don't think it's a human. I don't think laugh in the same sense is a human emotion to a dog. Like I don't think like to find something funny, you need a frame of reference, right? right? Like something has to be funny because you know what that or like you know that it's funny if someone 
Like, I guess, like, a person falling over, could a dog think that was funny? We no, I think it's more like a, do- a dog would find, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. ooh, like, something like that. Like, like, like a face, like something. I feel like they would find it more, like, intriguing than yeah. humorous. Yeah. Intriguing and again, it, it also be perspective. Like, I think, like, you don't think it's funny when people fall? I think it's hilarious. Like, when it, like well, but that, physical humor is hilarious. Like, when someone, like, you know, like, that's a, I don't think they would find that funny. But they might. They might. might. How look, do you know? Other dogs, that's my point. Other dogs. We don't know if they find anything funny well, is the point. But, like, what some dogs could find it. But again, dogs might not understand humor. Like there might be no frame of reference where it's like that. Might, like funny, it might not be an emotion that a dog can feel or understand because you need a frame of reference yeah. for humor. So I don't know. It's fascinating. It's a good question. Deep. I'll be monitoring it. Deep. I don't know how I feel about it. All right. Uh, I promise. And is this weird? So is this weird? Okay. I am asking you. And I, when I say never, I mean never. I'm talking about a 15-hour ride. All on highways, like a driving overnight. I've driven right. through the state of Florida all the way home. It was like a 17-hour drive. It was nine hours just to get through Florida. 17 to get South Carolina. 24 to get home. All this stuff. I never use cruise control. Ever. Yes. Yeah, Ever. Zero. Zero. Zero percent of the time. I don't feel safe doing it. I. It keeps me awake. It keeps me focused. Yeah. It keeps me locked in. I also don't trust it. Okay, so I trust it. I don't. Like, I'm saying why I don't use it. Like, I, I would feel like when I put cruise control on, I've done it like, for like 30 seconds just if like I'm like with Chris and like oh look at this but like I what, what, what am I gonna put cruise control and like check my phone like no so there but there are people well it's to, to not have to keep your foot on the gas and I have to keep this and also it's to not have to keep the same speed you don't want to be like slowing down and speeding up and for people passing you and all that stuff me. it's supposed to be safer yeah. the idea is it's it's like you know like the thing where like naturally like people be going to pass you and then you kind of like speed up and you're like gosh crap, I just I think there's no way you hit you don't speed up if you're on a if you're on a if you're cruise right. control like uh, so again, Tucker. Why don't you jump in? Do you ever are you a cruise control? Guy? I love cruise control. See, that's what I'm saying. Especially I, someone who used to drive like all night. That's what like, I mean. I'm saying it's not weird. Obviously, it's not weird if you're just driving for 30 minutes. Whatever. Hold on, hold it's on. weird. Oh, like the long straight drives, like to not use cruise control. I think is weird. I think we are weird. So as someone that used to drive all night because you did the night show, right. I wouldn't mean driving all night. You're just driving at night. At night, I should have. Yeah, I'm just saying that. that I drove yeah, 45 yeah, I thought, minutes. I thought you were going to reveal you were like a trucker in like a thing. Yeah. life or something. I did so the anyway. evening show and then I drove I, so chat. What does the chat say? Is this Here's weird? my thing with cruise control. I don't think there's any way you can hit the brake as quickly. That would be my concern. Because like, unless you're keeping your foot hovering it above. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I don't know. What's the difference between moving your foot from, from the pedal to the brake or just moving it off the ground to the brake? It's like the same difference. Because I think like, it's a, first of all, it's a more natural reaction. Like you're, you're more used to going from your Not if you here. use cruise control all the time, then you're used to that. You know what I mean? I, just, I, I would guess that if you did For us, study, it would be a weirder thing. I think for us, we would have a let. But I think people use cruise control all the time. Like your foot could be right in front of the brake. It's like that as opposed to like from this. So honestly, it might be even an easier so motion to just go forward I than think- to go over to the left i think if like you had two drivers sitting next to each other and you and they're in the different foot position and you told them to hit the brake it would probably be around the same but i bet if you looked at like well, how many you're not paying that's the point I'm i and that's yeah. my whole reason that's yeah. why i don't you but again i don't know i it's certainly i mean i'd save a lot of people use it like I i'm don't surprised know. it's legal actually. but you don't use it like in heavily trafficked areas right, the point like is you drive if you're, on, there's, the highway, you're on the highway and, and there's 30 cars, cars around you you don't do it of course that's when you the can point. just cruise at 75 yeah. I'm, it just feels like a safety hazard to me i mean you don't use it so obviously you agree i like, i don't yeah. use it because i personally feel more locked in that's what i'm saying i view I it as a safety but i think a lot hazard. of i don't know i'm, I'm yeah. fascinated let us know in the chat well some that. people probably feel this way about stick versus not stick too like so a lot of people say that they use stick like it feels like it, it's like you're driving the car more it keeps you more locked in like so, I'm, I'd imagine some people that always drive stick feel people that don't are less like in sure. tune with the. Driver. I definitely agree with that. I mean, yeah. When I, I drove stick for years, and I definitely felt like I was. You have to. You're always doing something. You're always like locked in on driving, yeah. and you can't like kind of zone out at all. I, I think that's true. I think yeah. that, I think that's actually definitely. I think that's even more true for stick than it is for the. Yeah. Fascinating. Anyway, I think so. We're so uh, we're weird, maybe, or we're not. I think the chat agrees that you're weird. Yeah, a I lot of people I, saying that they're pro cruise control. That's what I see. That's what I would have guessed. Cruise control I, equals fewer shin splints. Yeah, I that's shin, what I, shin splints. Yeah, that. <laughs> who wow. said that? Uh, Gary. Gary, well, you shout got out to Gary, splints, huh? but Gary needs to stretch more. If yeah, you're shin I. Uh, so anyway, I I did think I was in the minority. Would this. you ever try a self-driving car? Or are you completely out on that? So I think oh, that would seem safer than I would. Do, I think self-driving cars are safer than real driving. Yeah, like, I think I would do. So. It's honestly, it is outrageous that we are not all. The problem with self-driving cars is that like you need everyone to be in them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. But if 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 we all just agreed to use self-driving cars, it would be 
a billion times. Did anybody say like, it's anything not even about, close in about terms the of dogs? Uh, oh, a lot of people about the so dogs. much safer. Self I agree. Like the, yeah. the statistics on it well, are, are so said much one safer. time that in like ten years we'll look back and be like, or not ten years, like in the future we'll look back and be like, we can't believe we had human. Drugs. I feel that same way, it, dude. I mean, think about it. Think because about that, like the human error. Sleep and, this, yeah, that, yeah. like, I, dude. I it, like we should all be in self-driving cars. We should all be in self-driving. So that's I think most drivers are terrible. I've said before I, we should cut dude, the number I, of licensed drivers by I'm like a I, dude, I'm a so great driver. I'm a big believer in in once you hit like seventy, you should have to take your test every year. I think you should every do it anyway. Year, you, you have to get your vehicle every, registered right. every year. Why don't Honestly, you get your you're, license? You're, you're right. Uh, you're right. The amount of danger then every. Five if you want to drive, you can take twenty minutes on a Saturday. He's and go right, take a test. dude. Like this, we're talking about. I think about how many people die in cars every year, every freaking year. Like you should have. There should be real regulations for how we use these things I, I agree with that i just think every year when you're in like your 30s or 20s feels a bit excessive i get but it when you get older though yeah, like when you're older for, well he's saying there. every year i know he is but i maybe five every five years or something right every 10 years there should be a check-in i definitely agree with that yeah but i think once you get to a certain age you should have to do it every year I'm fine to with that. and my general thought on driving it in general is like to this point like when i leave to drive somewhere it's always like i always think like all right so like i'm getting where i'm going and that's the point of it. And that's a good thing. Everything else is bad. Every other thing. I get into an accident. It costs me gas. It's wear and tear in my car. I get a flat tire. I get the, like there's no other other than like the scenery. You know, it's a beautiful right. drive out or whatever. I can listen to some music, which I could do and not in a car. Right. Like there's no upside other than getting to where you're going, which is the imperative. And that's why we do it. But like everything else is bad. Everything else is a bummer. Everything else is a, po a possible negative from driving. A fair point. Thank you. I know like, there are people. There are people listening. Like I love driving. Like, good. I get that. I know there are people who right. love driving. I don't. I look at it every time as like, all right. Well, this is this is an impediment to positive. Note to self: I'll drive to parks on Saturday. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do hate driving. All yeah. right. Um, this was good. Good uh, times. Yeah, I enjoyed this today. All right. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Hopefully at ten o'clock. I might have to be uh somewhere else. So we'll see. If I am not somewhere else, we'll do it. Later I love in the, the day, you're leaving here. Oh yeah, right. Might be hosting the morning show, yeah, yeah, and we'll right. figure it all out. Right, right. But but it might be a little later than ten. But most likely, I'm most hoping. Likely 10. Hoping we'll be live in ten. Either way, we'll definitely be live tomorrow, and uh, and then Saturday, of course, the Bet Parks uh, show yeah. down at Parks. We'll be there. For Playoff well. edition. Playoff edition. So uh, can't wait. Back tomorrow. Until then, he's William James. <laughs>